0: Hey, this is the last episode of 2020. I want to just say thank you for taking the time to listen to Pull Up a Seat each week. I pray that it helped you get closer to God. In this episode, we're going to look at the glory of God and how we can live a life that glorifies Him. The idea of God's unique position shows up several times in the story of Jesus' birth found in Luke 2. When we hear glory, glorify, and glorifying, that's what we're going to look at in this episode of Pull Up a Seat. thankful that you took time today to pull up a seat. I hope these few minutes together help you follow Jesus better by deepening your relationship with Him and helping you live intentionally for Him every day. In Luke 2, we see some great details about the birth of Jesus. Mary and Joseph traveling to Bethlehem, the city of David. Joseph was from the line of David the king. Therefore, Jesus would be part of King David's line. The next thing is, we see that there was no room in the inn for the young couple to bring their child into the world. So Jesus, the king of the world, was born in a barn and laid in a feeding trough. Those are some pretty cool details about the birth of our king. In verses 8 through 21, Luke continues the story by telling us about the shepherds. And we see the word glory show up three different times. As it had been told to them. So, what does the word glory mean, and how do we glorify God? To help us get the gist of the meaning of glory, here are a few definitions to help us understand it. It can mean the condition of being bright or having a splendid radiance. Glory can carry the idea of something being transcendent, something being higher than normal human experience, maybe even the idea of spiritual. It can be used to describe something being magnificent or great. Glory can show that one has done something great or prestigious. It has the idea of a status of being known for something significant. So the glory of God is a splendid radiance that is transcended over the normal human experience because of who he is and what he has done. The shepherds glorified God because of what they had heard and seen. To glorify means recognize the greatness of something or someone. Think about the experiences of the shepherds that night. An angel of the Lord showed up surrounded by the glory of God and announcing the good news of the birth of the Savior and directed the shepherds where they could meet this newborn king. After the announcement of the birth of the king, all these angels showed up praising God and seeing glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those whom he is pleased. The shepherds heard this and they responded. The shepherds responded to what they had heard and seen. How one responds to what they know about God can give God glory. The obedience of the shepherds glorified God. They went and looked for the baby. When they found Jesus, they shared their experience with others. I think we can learn a lot about glorifying God from the shepherds. Think about it this way. The shepherds were considered outcast and religiously unclean. They didn't have the credentials. They were just ordinary, messed up people, and God chose to make them part of the greatest story ever told. You don't have to be special or have a perfect past to glorify God. Matter of fact, I can argue that God gets the most glory using people who don't think they're all that. God can use you regardless of what you have or have not done. So the key is to just be available. The next thing that we can learn from the shepherds is to act on what we know. The shepherds heard that the Savior had been born and that they could find him wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. They obeyed what they knew. You and I probably know a lot more than we act on. It's time for us to step up and obey what we know. The last thing that stands out to me from the shepherds' experience that night is that they shared their experience. They told in such a way that they told about what they had seen and heard in such a way that people wondered and treasured what they said. I'm sure they were excited and could not quit talking about the sights and the sounds. They shared what they had seen and what they had heard. They simply told others what they had experienced that night. This is the essence of evangelism. Sharing with others what we have experienced in the person and work of Jesus. Telling others what you have heard and seen because of Jesus. During the Christmas season, you experience the glory of God and help others do do the same. Experience the glory of God by spending some time reflecting on the Christmas story. Help others experience the glory of God by sharing your experiences of Jesus and telling others what he has done for you. I hope you have a great Christmas. I hope that you spend the next couple of weeks just glorifying God and telling others about what he's done for you. Merry Christmas. We'll see you in 2021. Between now and then, get to know Jesus better and help others do the same. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this episode of Pull Up a Seat. If you've not yet subscribed, do that now so you can get content as soon as it comes out. Also, please help us get the word out by sharing on social media and inviting others to pull up a seat. Until next time, grow in your relationship with Jesus and find one way to live intentionally for Him. See you next time when we pull up a seat.